All right, everybody, welcome back to Pints and Provisions Podcast. This is a special edition, uh, so to speak. We're here at Dark Lord Day. This is Dark Lord Day Eve 2018. Um, Ryan and I are here, core podcasters. We've got a crew of misfits. Uh, we'll just say that. We have Miguel and Raul from California. Say what's up, boys. What's up, guys? What's going on, guys? And we have Kevin from South Carolina. Yep, Charleston. How's it going? Yep, yep. We've got Brett from Chicagoland. And we've got Calvin from Peoria as well. Yep. Pekin, not Peoria. I'm sorry, Pekin. Pekin. Okay. <laughs> um, we, uh, we were able to go to Three Floyd's Brew Pub, uh, get a little great food. Uh, the scotch egg was amazing. Plus, we threw down on some zombie dust, which one should. Looks like it's going to be a little chilly, cold day. Maybe rainy, maybe not. But not like last year. That's okay. Um, but we've got our palates warmed up and we've got a couple amazing beers. We wanted to taste side by side. One is Jay Wakefield brewing. I let my tape rock, not tell my tape pop, but I let my tape rock. Same song. Same, same line. song. Same line, yeah. Actually. Same. It's yeah. a 17%, uh, Imperial stout. 17? 17%. Yes. Drink it slow. Good Lord. Maple rye barrel aged Imperial stout with coffee, coconut, and vanilla. Not enough adjuncts. Not too shabby. Not enough adjuncts. But um, this is also a collaboration with Inu, uh, Moksa, and Moster Coffee. Um, and we're going to try to taste this side by side with the Monster Tones from Modern Times. Modern Times out of San Diego, 13%, also Imperial Stout. Uh, this has quite a description, but uh, I'll just uh, sum it up real quick. Um, Aged uh, seven months in bourbon barrels that previously housed maple syrup. Uh, it was conditioned on freshly roasted coffee beans, toasted coconut, and a whole lot of vanilla. A whole lot. When it was all over, what arose was a dessert-laden beverage of the highest order with flavors and aromas of tiramisu, coffee, chocolate, and roasted marshmallows. Sounds awful. Yeah, that's made up. It's pretty good. And we just had uh, 2017 Maman or however you pronounce it, uh, by Perennial out of St. Louis. So keep me a little Midwest theme. I but, say Maman, uh, you say Maimon. Maimon, whatever. I said Maman. Okay, whatever. <laughs> or Maman. Or Maman. Yeah. We had a nice walk through uh, pre-Dark Lord Day, Three Floyds Campus. It was clean. We actually parked under... Uh, the tent. <laughs> we parked under the tent that probably had uh, 15,000 empty bottles under it last year. So it was a graveyard. It was interesting uh, driving through the uh, soon-to-be graveyard. Um, it was kind of the calm before the storm. So they had all the porter potties set up. The water, I mean, they had pallets of water bottles already set up. I mean, pretty much pretty good to go once they uh, once they open tomorrow. But uh, They're chilling the water for us. Yeah, yeah. When it's 50 degrees tonight, it'll be nice and cold tomorrow morning. Wow. Well... Everybody really like, um, it's just kind of taking this in because these are two monster beers with monster flavors. Yeah, I think Miguel said uh, the Monster Tones was um, a, beer, a beer released for like 100 members or something like that. So it's uh, extreme, extremely limited, um, California, and uh, Modern Times is uh, rumored, or maybe they did announce it, uh, to have this on tap tomorrow. So It um, will be on tap tomorrow. I will get in line for that. Don't tell anybody. It's pretty good. Yeah, don't tell anyone. Wait, this won't. Don't this post won't air this till Sunday. <laughs> I won't post this. Thankfully, till we're later. not live. Three p.m. Yeah, Saturday afternoon. Do we know where? <laughs> no, but uh, we don't know where. Well, 
they announced they did announce where um, all of the beer tents um, have their uh, their rare beer draft lineup as a sign. So when you go to a beer tent, you can kind of see what's coming up. Um, so you know we have the one that's kind of near the uh, the band stage that is getting probably the most or maybe the it's getting the most and the, the ones we're most excited about. Right, there's everything that we would everything that we would want. That one seems to be getting. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, you can walk up to a beer tent if you're just going to go get a zombie dust on draft or whatever, and they'll have a sign up there that says what's what's next. So um, it'll be easy to maneuver through and. Uh, I may try to just stay close to the side project tent because that uh, is kind of the unknown. We're uh, we're maybe kind of keeping our fingers crossed for a derivation or BBT was what scribe, we heard. maybe scribe. BBT. BBT. Okay. We heard BBT. Oh, you did? Oh, really? From the guy that we picked At up. Flossmore uh, Station. Okay. Awesome. Cal- well, Calvin here is a big side project fanboy. Um, anything in particular about side project that we should look out for? BBT or derivation. I uh, I was lucky enough to score a deriv- or score a BBT, not derivation, uh, when they went on sale. And that weekend we went for BBT. They had derivation eight on site, and that was one of the best beers I've ever had. BBT. Uh, derivation eight. Derivation. BBT eight. was close too. Yeah. What so, about these two you're yeah. having now? These are very top ten. <laughs> these are top ten too. Pressure's on. Answer immediately. And these are top ten. And these are very different, but monster flavors they just like slap you in the face monsters a lot more maple forward yeah yeah and then tape rock yeah, is coconut more coconut on the nose and then on the palate i get more cinnamon which and could be you, from you kind of that any vanilla or marshmallow out of the monsters park or yeah, that just yeah. I, I, i'm oh, yeah. loving that marshmallow i think it's more yeah. balanced yeah yeah and yeah. tape rock's kind of if you have a monsters park sip and then have this it's kinda, muted. Uh, just get, yeah, it's just mute. The nose is you unbelievable. Yeah, the on the monster? It, it's like Swiss Miss. Just, yeah, it's yeah, just straight Swiss Miss to me. It's insane. Swiss Miss with marshmallows. That is. You're talking, you're talking about monster tones, Brett? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what makes it so smooth, too. Yeah. The vanilla, it just makes it easy to drink. There's not as much heat as there is on Tape Rock. Yeah. So are we And we always talk about how like the nose sometimes doesn't give off all the flavors you get in the taste, but like I feel like every taste you're supposed to get on monster tones you're getting in the nose. Like somehow it yeah, is agreed. just pulling everything right into you. Like it is it is uh yeah, it's pretty it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Good. For clarification, what person didn't put marshmallows in their Swiss Miss though? It, I thought it was You're right. That should be a given. It's yeah. a given. It's and a given. They didn't eat the marshmallows first before the whole. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Before the whole chocolate hole was gone. So Maimon was pretty good. It was very smooth. Very, um, I mean, it just wasn't harsh in any way. It was thick. Very thick. Very Viscous feel was was really really like spot on. Great body, great body. Yeah. Yep. I agree. And actually, for aging, I mean, it's almost a year old because yep. I think it came out. It actually might have come out this weekend, last May, because I think it was. Um, Sometime in May, or and it might have been right around Dark Lord Day weekend too. And uh, for aging as long as it did, there is a ton of chocolate still really, really in the forefront. I mean, yeah. Usually, maybe that barrel opens up a little bit more, and some of the other flavors kind of fade a little bit. Right. It was super chocolatey, um, very, very flavorful. The thickness was really what got me. Yeah. yeah. Viscosity and the fudginess to it is was amazing. Yeah. yeah great word, fudginess. Chocolate. 
So Evan, we uh, we're drinking out of pints and provision glassware. Yeah. And uh, Three Floyds now has uh, some branding in oh, their brew pub. On their brew pub. Do explain. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing more than just hauling a sticker into the place and slapping it on the door that has a bunch of stickers on it. A strategic location, probably strategic. right right about a six foot zero spot as, that perfect as, eye level. Yeah, as all the you know employees walk in and out of that door to go into the brewery, they will see that and hopefully know you know, what that beautiful logo means. And I always got to give a shout out to my buddy Yazik who did the logo for us. You know, we'll, we'll see, hopefully we'll get to talk to talk to some people tomorrow and, and find out a little bit more behind the scenes, what dark Lord day is to some of the people that work there and some of the uh, folks involved behind the scenes. I mean, we've been there before, Ryan, you've been there for a a couple of years. Yeah. This is my fourth, uh, fourth one. Uh, This is my second Calvin. This is first. Number one. Brett. This will be my third. Third. Kevin's first. first. Kevin's right. first. First timer. First timer for Miguel and Raul is probably Raul's a first, first timer. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, you know, in, in case you you need to listen to another podcast, I know Dan and I talked about how to sur- how to survive a beer festival. It's not to go lamb tonight. You know, we're not going to do that tonight, right? We've already gone over that, like, the whole car ride with Calvin, like, <laughs> how to survive tomorrow. It's uh, basically just water. Water, and water, water. Don't try to drink everything given to you. Yeah. Because... <laughs> There is a possibility to drink everything on site, and you just can't do it. People are willing to pour things as you walk by, as they walk by, like, hey, you want to try this? Hey, you know, and you're like, hey, you want to try this? People are very sharing. People are willing to, to um, give you a taste of their local places because everybody brings something from um, where they're from. And just an example, all of us came from a lot of different places. I don't think there's anything that we all brought that was uh, a repeater. So cheers to cheers Absolutely. to us. Yeah, Kevin. I don't know if you're a listener or not. Uh, if you're not, you should you should be. You should but, be. Uh, I uh, I told this story uh, a few episodes ago, but uh, last it was it was last year. Um, I was waiting in line for I don't know maybe a zombie dust or a draft beer or whatever, and uh, I had an empty glass waiting to fill it up with just something light or whatever. And some guy walks up to me and uh, says, "Your glass is empty." And he pours about four or five ounces at least of his bottle into my glass and walks away. And there was no discussion whatsoever. And it was the rare R scoop, which I think is maybe five, 600 bottles total. I mean, it was one per person at cycle, extremely rare. And it was just like, that's kind of the, the epitome of what Dark Lord Day is. It's just extreme generosity and nonstop sharing all around. And it was just, I was just kind of like, I actually had to look it up online. I remember coming back to Evan. I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was rare R scoop that Rawr. someone poured into my glass that was actually like a third full. And we had to look it up online to make sure the label was correct. That yeah. That's what I got in my glass. Yeah. So. I'm curious what the share is going to be like this year, even though I haven't attended previous years, but since they're allowing a lot less. So compared to the previous years where they were allowing 288 and this year they're down to 72 so i'm curious to see how that goes we, we just we're just going to take a take a pause here uh we have a, a new member to our group here why don't you to do, introduce yourself uh rick well why don't you do it in the microphone rick <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> richard paul the third on facebook right on <laughs> you can find him at richard paul the third on facebook <laughs> Super hungover from the he's a white Sox fan yeah all right so we got two white Sox fans Dang. in here too yeah. too many. All right. So welcome, um, Rick. Don't don't worry. Just be yourself. That's all it's about. Um, yeah, I didn't know this was going down. I just walk in. I'm like, oh my god. You're like, am I in the right room? 
Oh my gosh, they're recording? What are it's they not, doing? It's not live, don't worry. Is this NPR? <laughs> yeah. NPR uh, exclusive here at Dark Lord Day. <laughs> Who are we having on the tiny desk later? Yeah, we'll have the tiny desk uh, drinking. Okay. okay. Tiny, dress, tiny dress bottle share. Oh, nice. We brought some uh, more prayer. And so I, I want to hear what um, you guys, I want to hear you guys talk about the prairie, um, prairie beers and the, and the barrels, because I don't know if everybody knows everything about the recent, uh, I didn't, the recent um, prairie dogs. Um, I think there were members who were able to get barrels and then kind of do their own beers. And so. Uh, whoever wants to take over uh, and just kind of talk a little bit about what that's all about and what you brought, or just talk about the uh, the the project and like the barrel purchasing and. Oh my gosh, it's so much work. No, don't worry about it. So this one, we basically it's almost like a baby uh, baby Hanji, three Floyd's Hanji. It's got uh, marshmallow, cocoa nibs and. Vanilla, I think. I don't know. I think you guys are going to enjoy it, though. It's Cuvée de... I don't even know how to say Ferrez it. French. Balinay. Yeah. yeah, that's as good as my French goes. I was going to say it's pretty close, probably. Imperial Stout, aged in bourbon barrels with vanilla, cacao nibs, and marshmallows. Yeah, I think you guys will enjoy that one, though. And Miguel, you guys brought one, too, right? Yeah, we did. We uh, brought a Chuggy the Well, which is... Was technically supposed to be a Pirate Paradise clone. Yeah. So we had it next to Pirate Paradise, and it's totally different, but it's way better in my opinion. Nice. So we uh we were lucky enough to get two barrels of that. So we're from Orange County, and uh, all our members in our group, our local group, uh, contributed to the barrels, and we all got plenty of bottles of that. So how do you how do you be a part of this? Like Prairie. Uh, you had to be a Prairie member. Okay. So we actually knew somebody in Prairie, and uh, a lot of help from a lot of people. Uh, you know, to get the barrels going, uh, palletizing, shipping to us in California. It was a lot of work. But, okay, so you, you know this guy at Prairie, and you know about this program, or they know about this program, reach out to you? Uh, yeah, they knew about the program, or we actually knew somebody that was a member, and they offered that program to them. So they said, I don't want all this beer. So we just, as a group in Orange County, we contributed and just bought two barrels of it. So do you get a lot of input as to what the variants are we and what the, the adjuncts? Yeah, we've had, we picked the variants. We picked the uh, adjuncts. Uh, we said what we wanted in it. So like I said, we played it safe. Wanted to go Pirate Paradise yeah. uh, adjuncts. But it's nothing like it, but it's it's really good. And we'll have it later. And you guys will be impressed, I think. Um, and so from there, like how long ago was this process all started? Oh, it was probably in the winter of uh, last year. Winter of like 16? Uh, 17. Yeah, okay. Winter of 17. Winter of 17. Yeah. And we think got our bottles, what? Maybe like in May? Probably like in, no, no, not May. March? Okay. Yeah, probably like in March. It was it was a long process. It just took a while to settle everything up and get right. shipped to us and all that. I mean, California, Oklahoma. Sure. Far and, uh, it was a lot of work, so it was a lot of logistics. Uh, Chad Whitney was the head of it all. Chad Whitney, Carrie Taylor. Carrie Taylor helped us with the shipping and a lot of logistics. Yeah. Uh, who else? From, from what I hear. Oh, Brett Fennessy. Okay. Who you might guys, you guys might see him in the group. From our, what was it like? I hear a car broke down. And oh yeah, 
Yeah, so, so it's a funny story. Uh, so we were expecting it two weeks early for the coats on its way. Uh, FedEx truck breaks down uh, somewhere in the Midwest, and then it breaks down again in San Bernardino, right? So it's stuck there, just sitting there. Yeah, uh, with your beer on the truck. With, with our beer on the truck. Uh, so we were ready to go, just pick it up, just grab it, bring it over. Uh, but luckily everything turned out great, and it's a good beer, and hope you guys enjoy it later. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, from all the Prairie Dog members, uh, and all the Prairie Dog bottles, I should say, everybody's been really happy with how they turned out. Yeah. I mean, they trade really well, and people just overall love most of them. Uh, you can't you can't miss with Prairie. No, no. You can't. Amazing stuff. They make shelf stouts that are awesome. And then, I mean, they hit a home run with this Prairie Dog program. Yeah, I, that was amazing. I can't believe nobody has ever thought of doing this before. I know. Prairie now owns it, and I'm sure other breweries are going to follow. Yep. Um, so big, big props to uh, Prairie. Yeah. It's such a great way to get like enthusiasts of the brewery involved and kind of put their input, get a couple barrels of their own and make their own sort of variants. And Prairie's just happy to oblige like, yeah, we'll throw that in there. Or, yeah, we'll try that. And just the confidence from the brewery to say, tell me what you want in your beer and I'm going to make you a good beer is already top notch. Yeah. And then it gives us the customers or the makers of the beer, you know, hey, let's try this, let's try that. And it works out. So right. it makes us creative. It makes them shine. They make it work. It, I mean, it's a win-win. It's all a win-win around. all around. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. I and haven't I, had a bad one yet. Yeah, I think um, Ryan has said he's had a couple of them, and they've been really good. So it's just kind of a unique program, and I love that they're um, hopefully going to open that up to other breweries and see what's going on. Definitely. So I think the consensus here was that Monster Tones beats Tape Rock, everybody? Which is hard to... I, it's just hard to do, and you know, all props to Jay Wakefield, but good lord, um, yeah, Monster Tones just killed it with all the flavors, the nose matching every flavor you taste, very intense. So we all enjoyed that. So, guys, what's left for the weekend? The Beers, or wedding. what are you talking Beers. about? Well, I mean, the royal wedding's on, right? Not die. <laughs> Not die. The royal wedding. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that's, that's why we're here. I thought this was a royal wedding podcast. Yeah, you're. Yeah, so Prince. Wait, you guys are here for beer. Yeah. I, well, are we? I, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> I flew to Chicago for the happening? royal wedding. Yeah. Well, we wanted to podcast <laughs> from America about the royal wedding that happens in the UK, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Pop moving pop. on. So, um, now we popped a couple. We got fundamental forces, and we have what is that? Maple cake, maple, maple bourbon. Cake. Mexican cake, uh, maple bourbon, barrel aged, um, 2016 variant, 10.5% uh, alcohol, out of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Mount Pleasant. We have someone that lives here, but uh, he was selfish enough to keep that at home, and someone else brought this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Just kidding, Kevin. Yeah. If you were a listener, I wouldn't make that comment towards you. Yeah. Well, he's he's a listener, so. Uh, you know, we want we we want to keep listeners listening. That looks like it pours pretty thick. I agree. Who else needs one? Calvin, Evan, someone? Uh, I do. So I'll do it. Pour away. So um, we were talking earlier about how in let, let's just talk about last year compared to this year. Last year, the draft list at Dark Lord Day was pretty um, porous, and there wasn't a lot of 
motivation to drink what was on tap. They popped things like chemtrail mix, which turned out to be great. Um, but there really wasn't much sought after. And I think that's why I shouldn't say that's why, but you were allowed to bring so many bottles in last year and so many ounces that it wasn't a big deal that stuff was on tap this year. I think they've made a complete 180. So Ryan, tell us a little bit about what's on tap. Well, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go into, uh, I guess tomorrow from the, I guess, dark Lord variant, uh, perspective, um, they have five different uh, bourbon vanilla or uh, now called Hanji tappings. Basically, starting at 9 a.m., um, one every two to three hours. Um, there's a Chemtrail Mix, which is their, now this year they're doing a rye barrel age version of it uh, with cinnamon and pink peppercorns. Um, and that's, I think, tapping six times. Um, I think it's wow. pretty much straight. Uh, one at 9 a.m. and then uh, every two hours. So um, those are really kind of the two uh, least volume-based ones. Um, but every variant's getting cracked at least one time around their six different draft stations. Um, they've got Bourbon Barrel Behemoth from 2017 cracking at some point. Um, they have 2015, 16, and 17 regular Dark Lords uh, cracking various times throughout the day. Uh, bourbon Barrel Maloco, Vanilla Bourbon Barrel Maloco, um, 2016 variants. Uh, Space Force is one we were talking about, The Way Up, uh, which Space is Force. a Pinot de something. <laughs> Pinot de Chantes, or I don't remember how to pronounce the, the word, but uh, another variant that's in a new kind of barrel that they haven't done before. Pinot de Charte. 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 Uh, that was barrels a, a with vanilla, bad guess. cacao nibs, and coffee. Yep. They so have, that's kind of maybe a sleeper, we're calling it. They have Lounge Against the Macro Machine, Tequila Barrel with Mekong Cinnamon, Cocoa Nibs, Guajillo Peppers, and Tangerine Peel. They have Greatest Teachable Moments, Apple Brandy Barrel with Verbena, which is a flower, I think. Uh, ginger and Orange Peel. They have Hung, Drawn, and Quartered, Rye Barrel, Age Dark Lore. They have uh, Cavaliero of Varnov. It's a Alorso Sherry, Age Dark Lord. Uh, Bro Zerker, Ruby Port, and Brotilla, which is a Carcavelos, which is an apple brandy, I believe, right? No, or is that a fortified wine? Uh, that is a fortified, fortified wine, wine, very similar the, to Port. And then Turtle Dog, which is the Scotch Barrel uh, Aged Dark Lord. And, uh, and Hung Drawn is kind of a new one. Um, usually they do a bourbon barrel. Um, this year they're doing a rye. Um, I am extremely excited for that. Yes. Uh, I think I it's another sleeper because uh, for whatever reason, Rye barrel aged stouts and other types of beers uh, seem to kind of go yep. under the radar. Uh, so that's what I'm excited for. That taps at noon at the laser tent. Laser uh, tent. I think lasers. it's. Uh, I think it does tap a couple Sharks other times. With lasers. Um, but they have 2017 Ronaldo, uh, Crack the Sky, um, a lot of older uh, variants and uh, just regular vintages tapping throughout the day. So. Um, they've made it a big deal to, to bring the drafts back. Yes. Um, I came in 2014, and in 2014, uh, it was kind of the theme that you go there for the drafts. So they uh, that year, they had the uh, version one of Double Barrel Hunapu on draft. Yep. I wasn't lucky enough to try it because uh, I was waiting in line and drinking way too many samples and shared beers and... Hey. My first uh, real craft beer experience, and uh, it caught up to me a little too quick. But uh, 
They had uh, they had uh, 2011 CBS by Founders and 2014 CBS by Founders that year. Um, all the variants, um, and and that was a year that I I think I remember. The draft beers were really a big deal, um, and then uh, 2015 is kind of when it. I don't know, know exactly why, but it, it faded a little bit. In 2016, there weren't uh, a ton of huge drafts as far as variants go. Um, they had some vintage uh, Three Floyd stuff. Um, I actually had one of the best beers I've ever had. I'm going to have to look it up um, on my phone while we're talking here to, to remember the, the name of it. Um, but that was a 2016 Dark Lord Day. And like you said, Evan, last year, um, it kind of went to the wayside a little bit um, where they only tapped a couple variants one time. Um, everyone brought a lot of beers. Uh, I think a lot of kegs probably they, left the festival uh, with a decent amount of liquid left in them. They left, and I think this year they just said, "Hey, like we're going to bring the drafts back. We're going to limit how much beer people bring in, which, which is, is great. great. Like everyone's going to get really, really good beer on draft tomorrow. Like the way that like people have been really excited about beer for the longest time is to get really good beer smooth out out of a keg." Um, Modern Times is getting some variants, uh, like we talked about earlier. Yep. On draft, side projects got kegs. Um, so there's they really got an amazing Perennial. lineup tomorrow. Um, and I just remember uh, a story. A friend of mine from 2014. Um, he was just walking around, and um, there was lines. I think for a bourbon vanilla now called Hanji uh, at one of the the keg tents, um, and then there was like two lines over. There was no one there. So. Uh, they just went up to this lady and said, hey, you know, what are you pouring here? And she said, oh, we have bourbon vanilla, too. We just didn't put it up on the sign, so no one knows it's here. And oh, so they literally PBR sat there, and he, he said we probably had, th- to him and a friend, had three six-ounce pours of it because they just forgot to write it up on a sign. And they're like, we know if we write up on a sign, there's going to be a chase and a sprint and a fight for, like, 50 people to come here. So they said, yeah, we'll just keep it here, and yeah. we'll just... Maybe people think we just have an empty keg. Um, and so they just sat there and drank uh, 2014 bourbon vanilla dark lord yeah. for about a half hour. So, so hopefully you know, we find one of those tomorrow. And in, in like in, in, in this releasing this kind of a schedule, everyone knows where everything's being tapped and when it's going to be tapped. Last year, it was a very much a mystery. You kind of had to follow the Twitter page, and they're like, boom, Chemtrail Chem Mix is going to be on tap at this station. And everyone rushed over there. But everyone got to bring in like twice as much ounces in terms of four times as much, or was it two eighty eight last yeah. year, seventy two this year? And I think that's great. I think we're all going to be less, you know, worried about what we bring, and then we're just going to be more worried about what we have. So, I think that's great. Three Floyd's is going to get back to the basics. Yeah, I, I, I'm just really excited for tomorrow with the draft beer theme because it's just going to be a little bit different than what we've seen in the past, and I think it's really going to get back to like your standard type of beer festival just with like top-notch beers yep. like you're not going to be disappointed you're going to go to a tent with a keg tap somewhere and you're going to get something amazing yep yep and, so. and that's how it's going to be all day long yeah all right um i think we're going to probably turn it in for the night i mean we've got a lot of more beers to drink but um we'll there's kinda, a lot of laughing going on in the background i, know, I feel like they're making fun i of feel us. like i got like like some like is this Bunny like, years going on in my head or something like, going on behind like us. Is this like the sweaty balls uh, no, skit? No, while well, you guys talk beer, 
I'm having a really delicious sandwich. And I'm enjoying it. So. <laughs> it's being it's photographed. Being, yeah. Being really immature. Yeah, we brought lots of food. Avani's um, of Peoria, Illinois. Yeah. They have to check in that Supreme Gondola. Yeah. Rep to you. Yeah, rep to the Supreme Gondola, which is a huge upgrade from the regular gondola. So, yeah. Brought to you by. Yeah. All right. So we'll catch everybody up on the royal wedding tomorrow and also what's on tap. So at least for now, we're just going to cheers glasses. Um, cheers to Dark Lord Day, guys. Dark Lord Day. Let's Eve. Have a great night tonight and uh, some great, great beers tomorrow. Cheers. Cheers, cheers guys. Cheers. Thanks, Evan. If you are looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Are you a discerning beer drinker? Do you drink beer for the tastes of blackcurrant and old leather? Can you tell the difference between Simcoe and Citra hops, despite whatever type of beer you might be drinking? Yeah, sorry, that's not this podcast. You want to listen to somebody else. We here at the Speak Podcast do regular beer for regular people. Joe Six Pack Beer at Joe Six Pack Taste. That's Rob, Adam, and Pete, proud members of the Hopped Up Network. Three guys, two beers, one show. All right, Evan and Ryan are here live at Dark Lord Day. We're recording. It is, oh, 2, 2.15 in the afternoon. Uh, we've already gone through and got our bottles, uh, variants. And at 9 a.m. And it's it's already been a pretty great day. Um, we have been sipping on some good beers so far. We got Calvin here too. Got Mike and uh, Travis is taking some photos. But what's your impression so far this year? It's such a well-run event every year. Um, so there's really no surprises since this is my uh, fourth time coming here. Um, now that they have uh, planned out or uh, announced draft lines, um, it's been pretty excessive because there's some really, really exciting beers. And we've kind of talked about this. Um, so, you know, just what we experienced, kind of where we uh, put our bags and, and set up, uh, there's people that are waiting for probably the best beer of the day. The, the It's called Marshmallow Hanji, bourbon barrel aged stout, 15% ABV uh, with vanilla beans. And people are waiting in line for um, two, I believe, we're not waiting, so I don't know for sure, but two six-ounce pours per person um, for two hours. People I talked to in line uh, had been waiting there. You know, I, I talked to them about our podcast, and uh, they'd been waiting there for uh, an hour and a half, and uh, the, the keg didn't even tap for another 40 minutes. So it's stuff like that that is exciting. Um, there's excessive things about that, um, but it, uh, all of that, it's actually really well run because the lines are very segregated. So if you want to wait in that line, you can for a really, really crazy beer. If you want to go get a zombie dust, uh, some of the really amazing three Floyd's beers that are on draft, permanent funeral, uh, gumball head, some of those. They had a, they had a tent over uh, by the stage that was pouring side project beers and, um, you're going to have guest taps, but they're also doing a better job of putting their own beers on tap but different than last year they're making it very well known yeah 
where they announce it, you know, exactly what time they're going to tap it and where they're going to tap it, which has kind of created this situation where there's massive lines everywhere, people just waiting a half hour before something special taps. Yeah, it's fun. It's exciting. Um, kind of the randomness really, really kind of gets everyone going because, you know, we were sitting here at, at, at 9.30, 10 a.m. trying to figure out what our first beer was, and we had three different beer tents to go look at, and we, we went to each one, and all three had completely different uh, beer options. One was pretty much all three Floyds. One had a bunch of different options. Um, Bent Paddle from northern Minnesota. Yep. Um, what was it? Uh, Barrel Theory from St. Paul area. St. Paul. Um, they, had, uh, they had KBS from Founders in Grand Rapids. All on draft. Just right, sit, sit right there. No line. Just You just go up. You buy a 8-ounce port. Like, it's fantastic. Yeah, there's... You've got six tents all around all day long and you don't know what's going on you don't know what's there you just walk up and there's really really great things and that's what makes this day really exciting yeah and at least at the beginning of the day there was a a little bit of spitting rain it was kind of wet it's that's cleared it's mostly cloudy it's a little chilly it's about 70 so it's actually perfect to be out here um, we're probably not going to get sunburned jeans were a good choice jeans were a good choice today you never know here in uh northern indiana um but i think that overall this year they were trying to encourage a little bit more draft drinking rather than bringing in bottles they lowered the ounce limit on what you could bring and it was basically amounting to about four bombers uh in terms of what you could bring but i think there's been so much excitement about what's on tap what stations have what that it's not really a big deal and, and we talked about this last night where they went back to having an amazing draft list. Like we talked about how a couple years kind of the drafts kind of slipped, right? And um, this year it's uh, it's really gone back to having everyone really excited about the drafts. The lines are living proof that everyone's super happy about what's going on and really excited about it. Um, and everything we've seen so far is it's running really smooth and all the beer's really good. So. Um, it just makes the day that, that that much more fun is just having all this randomness and really good beers on draft. Who cares about what people are bringing in um, because there's so much beer that they have made by Three Floyds alone. You don't even need the other ones. Um, but then you got all these stuff from Side Project and uh, Modern Times from San Diego. and, uh, and Oh, yeah, we're really excited so, about that. We had an well, opportunity it's, last it's night. making the day great. We had an opportunity last night to drink a Monster Tones, which is from... Uh, modern times and it's a maple bourbon barrel age coconut coffee coffee, and they have vanilla in it too and it was probably one of the best beers we had last night could be the best one of the best beers we have this weekend (laughs) it was the best beer we had last night let's let's yeah oh no yeah there's no no doubt um always good to mention is how good three floyds does with food you have stations with specific items it's not like a menu so when you want a burger if you want a brat if you want i had the the coconut curry this morning and actually, it was probably might be one of the best, you know, meals I have all weekend. Yeah. And it's just right here. I mean, that is no slouch of a food. It's not just like, okay, we've got these beers dialed in, and we're gonna, we're kind of gonna half-ass the food. They really do the food almost yeah. as well as they do the beers. Yeah, I had you got that, and I got the uh, brisket tacos. Um, I mean, simple but great flavors: cilantro, uh, brisket, obviously. Uh, queso fresco and uh, what was it pickled radishes it was phenomenal little kick we we, ate, we were eating our our lunch at like 10 a.m and it was phenomenal food 
Um, and that's another great thing about the day. The food's great, the beer's great, the people are, everyone's having a really, really good time. Is everyone are, is everyone having a good time? We've met people from, <laughs> I mean, I don't even yeah. know how many states. We've been here for five hours, and uh, we've met people from all over the country. It's and just, we, met, we met a friend uh, who we'd met last year who flies all the way from Belgium to come here. Um, usually drops some pretty nasty cantillons on, uh, on the beers that he brings himself. So um, he, people not only come from, you know, the local Midwest areas, but they come from nationwide and also worldwide. So yeah, People we've traded with to recognize a Facebook profile and all sorts of things like that. And it's just uh, it's a, a great way for the community to get together, um, you know, a group that we know from Seattle flew in. Um, it just all yeah. all of that combined just makes it great. Three Floyds does an amazing job running the event. Um, Porta potties all around, bottled water available for free wherever you want to go. Um, amazing food, like you said. Great drafts, um, and it's a 12-hour event, nonstop. I mean, it's just uh, they do a great job. It's it's the epitome of it's the epitome of of what a beer fest should be. Yeah, and for um, people kind of running around, giving us rides, Ubers and such. Everybody kind of knows what's going on, and they have it down to where catching an Uber and the drop-off and the pickup points are super quick. Se separate location, separate location for that. It's great. They, yeah, All you could probably see out. a lot of uh, a lot of um, poor efforts on you know the part of a festival and overlook those kinds of things, but they don't here. So anyway, we got. We got one thing we want to do before we kind of wrap up this little segment. We'll probably catch up a little bit later, but um, we brought Beyond Good and Evil, which is an Imperial Age Stout and Bourbon Barrels from our friends at Hill Farmstead. Vermont maple syrup. What? This beer also has Vermont maple syrup. It doesn't say it on the bottle. Oh, Sean surprise. Hill, Sean Hill, who's the man, uh, loves keeping the bottles very clean, concise, um, so some of the uh, descriptions don't always give the full full details. Gotcha. Uh, this has um, local Vermont, which is the best state for maple syrup, if you don't know that or agree with that. I know our buddy Mike, who's listening here, would agree with me. Vermont is the best state for maple syrup. No doubt. Um, so they have uh, Imperial Stout Agent Bourbon Barrels with uh, local, local sapped uh, pulled uh, maple syrup. All right, let's open this up. Let's do it. All right, there you go. What does it smell Ooh, like? That smells. It smells good. It smells good. All right, and of course, uh, you got the heavy metal in the background, and that's obviously for certain people. I think the bands are going to get pretty heavy today, but outside of that, you know, you got music, great food, good beer, good people. Everyone's very collegial, generous. Um, no one's kind of being that guy at this beer festival. I think they do a great job, and people, that's, that's the Midwest for you. So, all right, all right, we're going to, Ryan, you have anything more else, anything else more to say? No, we've had uh, amazing beers. The share part of it is great. It makes, uh, for all these people coming from all over the place, um, bringing amazing beers. And actually, it's, it's crazy because you, how many beers have we seen more than once? Everyone brings something different, and no one knows each other, and there's no duplicates pretty much anywhere. Um, which, uh, I don't know, it just makes it so much fun. Um, Three Floyds, I can't, I can't express how great of a job that they do uh, running this thing. Um, 
we've been to some beer events that just really, really are not well run. All of that combined, it's a great day. The weather's been cooperating, and um, we're having a great time. Yeah. So, and one last shout out, uh, a great friend of mine, Travis, is here with T9 Creative. Is that right, Travis? You bet. That's that's right. So he's taking some pictures. I know he's here for uh, a group called Guys Drinking Beer, which is a beer blog and news. North, Northwest Indiana, Chicago. So he's there, and because he's such a good friend of mine from college, uh, he said, hey, I'll snap some pictures of you guys. Anyway, yeah, we went to Iowa State together. So, all right, cheers, everybody. Cheers and hails. I am the Beer Metal Dude, host of the Beer Metal Show podcast, where the worlds of craft beer and metal music collide. Join me and my wife, the Craft Bruja, as we dissect craft beer and pair each review with the metal connection. We are proud to be the blasphemers on the Hopped Up Network. We upload to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, and you can hear us on most of your favorite podcast apps. Be sure to look for us on all the oversensitive social media websites. All right, we're kind of at the end of Dark Lord Day. Uh, the band Pig Destroyer just came on, which has made it very loud here. So uh, we waited in line for nearly two hours to get this year's Hanji, which was worth the wait, wouldn't you say? Yeah, uh, about a 15% uh, beer. Um, absolutely worth the wait. Vanilla for days. Huge vanilla. Um, it's, uh, in my opinion, it's the best beer in the world ever made. They, they, they may hit or miss on some of the other strange variants, but when they do the bourbon barrel aged with vanilla beans, they knock it out of the park. In my opinion, I agree. It was viscous, vanilla, 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 vanilla. Great bourbon. It's still a little sweet, as you expect from a regular Dark Lord. It's just such great beer when you like consider the the base of it because you totally get plenty of the stout within the beer uh the vanilla is huge yeah a small portion of our day which um has been very good very very positive the weather kind of cleared out um people are still going strong here and it's probably like what 6 30 um, 6 p.m 6 p.m 6 30 band starts in about 20 minutes so we're probably going to wrap it up for tonight uh, so listen to some hard rock. Yeah. No, 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 no. Hard rock. This is heavy metal, my friend. Heavy metal. So I might I might snack on some more good uh, three foids food, but I think we're uh, had a had a very positive day. We'll see you guys again next year. So thanks three Floyds for hosting. Cheers.